Hi, this is Dan Cassetta. Welcome to Flashback Friday on Changing Lives, Selling Knives. This podcast was created to share inspiring stories from people who are positively impacting the world using lessons and skills they first learned from selling Cutco knives with Vector Marketing Corporation. Episodes feature some of Cutco's most prominent alumni and top achieving current leaders. Flashback Friday is your chance to hear a short piece of one of my favorite past episodes. We'll hand select the best nuggets to share with you in this short form. The lessons of the Cutco Vector experience are numerous, are compelling, and are real world concepts for business and life. Thanks for pressing play. Let's get on with today's flashback. Today we are flashing back to episode number 133 with Hall of Fame Cutco Vector Division Manager Chris Hammond. Throughout his great career, Chris has been a shining example of enjoying the journey. He makes work fun, and he helps others under his guidance to cultivate happiness in all that they do. Chris's success begins with gratitude for all the blessings in his life, and he exudes a positive attitude and spirit, both at work and at home with his family. Chris Hammond is truly one of the great role models on the Cutco Vector leadership team. In this short snippet, Chris recognizes some of the early influences on his career and on his mindset in life. He shares some of the values upon which he has built his success, and he explains why true joy is more internal than external. He offers some great insights on how to make work fun and be passionate about what you do for a living. What Chris Hammond shares in this episode is truly a way of being for most of us in the Cutco Vector Marketing Organization. Most people don't live this way, and those who are exposed to the Cutco Vector culture early on are getting a chance to learn a life-changing mindset that can powerfully impact them forever. Please help spread the philosophies and strategies of Cutco Vector by sharing this and other episodes of this podcast with people in your network. Podcast is available for free on just about all podcast players. All episodes, guest bios, and show notes can also be found at changinglivespodcast.com. And you can support our podcast sponsors by clicking on the link marked deals on the podcast homepage. Enjoy this flashback segment with Chris Hammond. And if you want to hear more, you can revisit our full conversation at episode number 133. So tell us about some of your early experiences, like what stands out, who stands out, what were some yeah, of the lessons? There's so many, and I'll start with the early ones because a lot of the managers I had growing up, I mean, they shaped a lot of my thinking of what I do today. And I hung out, I felt with more with my friends and my managers than, than I did with my parents sometimes. And I think of Howie Kaplan, he was my first district manager, and he taught me that work can be fun and it should be fun. And he always was taking us out doing stuff. And you know, he taught me it was okay to enjoy nice things. Now, Erica, my first division manager, Erica Dietz, she would teach me things like, hey, don't make the mistake I did when I was young. You know, you're going to make some good money here, but you know, it's, it's good to save some as well. So kind of that balance of enjoying what life has to offer, but also saving money. Those were, were two of my early, early influences. And then moving on to my second division manager, which was uh, Mike Habucky. He really instilled the work hard, play hard mentality in me. You know, it work first, but then have fun. And, and, and boy, he did both really well. And so that was an, an early influence. I remember 
uh, Steve Porzik and meeting him on, on a cruise. I wanted as an AM, I believe, my second summer, I think it was. And, and I wanted again as an assistant manager my third summer on a cruise. And I just remember just the overwhelming family atmosphere that we have here and the importance of relationships and how that is a big part of my joy and happiness here. I think it's important young people create signature memories. My, my goal was always to have to make so many amazing memories that I forget the good ones, that I only remember the amazing ones. You know, so many where I could, or just the average ones or good ones, or, and let alone the bad ones that are forgotten. John Kane was after Steve Porzig, and then John Vroman. Those are my sales promotion managers. And I really admired that position, that their job was to create opportunities to have fun. Their job was to be the ambassadors of fun. Your job was to make you happy. I mean, it's cool to be around people like that. Tell us about some of the values that you've used uh, to build your business. Sure. I, I remember my first training class, by the way. It's worth noting. I had 10 people in day one. I launched one. She went 0 for 10 and sold nothing. It was a 10, 10, you know, 10 demo base pay. It was my first training as district manager. So I think what some of the values that uh, I, I really <laughs> needed was to don't sweat the small stuff. I think I'm big about making work fun, having fun with people in your organization, keeping perspective that no matter how bad things are, there's, I mean, just to be grateful about what you do have and, uh, you know, not taking myself too seriously and just understanding and say, hey, I'm lucky that all the things I do have, that's a big value I try to teach even today to people saying, hey, don't underestimate how, how lucky and how blessed we are. I think a lot of people, maybe it's been an, an age old thing, but a lot of people chase after happiness. And, and mm -hmm. you, you think about, you know, happiness, one of the root words is, is, is happenstance, which is, is another word for circumstance, right? Uh, you know, you have an ice cream cone, you're happy, and then it falls on the ground, and, and now all of a sudden you're sad. It's just totally based on circumstance where I try to go for true joy, which is more of an internal, more consistent, more deep rooted, cultivated uh, internally. So I think it's important to have things outside the business too. For me, it's my faith, uh, you know, playing bass in, in church, uh, bass guitar. My wife leads the, the band, by the way. You know, all those, those things outside, you know, doing things outside. I read an awesome book. It was called The Happiness Advantage. And that's a good, uh, just a shout out to that book if anyone wants to learn more about it. But they've done so many studies on it that the, the old formula of success first, then happiness is broken. It's the other way around. It's, hey, you're happy, you're optimistic. And that's what is going to help feed the success. He mentions uh, John, I believe his name is... Sean Acor. Yeah, his name is Sean Acor. But there's a quote in there by John Milton. And I saw this on a PowerPoint slide once, I think by Aldi Leonardo. He said, the mind is its own place and in itself can make a heaven of hell or a hell of heaven. Hmm. So the power of, of your thinking, I think, has something that we all struggle with sometimes. But uh, he talks about you know just going outside for 20 minutes helps if the weather is nice. But uh, just going out for has has been proven to increase your psychological state, increase your memory even. So that's something that I always try to. And I'm really competitive too, so I also have to remind myself that 99% will not finish in the top 1%. So I have to remind myself of that sometimes to keep a level head and just keep working hard. And and uh, I know that eventually my skill will catch up to my work. Another main success factor, I, I think, is that is having things to, to work for. Even when I was young and single, I, I envisioned a future family. I envisioned having kids. And I always try to tell people, say, hey, don't just think about the here and now. You got to think of yourself in 10, 20, 30 years, where you're going to be and who's going to be relying on you. 
whether it be a spouse or, or in my case, you know, four kids. So even though I didn't have kids when I became a DVM or my pursuit of becoming a DVM, I knew that I eventually wanted them some way, somehow. And so that was just a driving force for me, which was, was that. And then, of course, my faith in God has been huge for me. And I don't think I miss a Sunday unless I'm traveling or sick. But that's been an instrumental in my getting through the difficult seasons. So, Yeah, that's cool. That's awesome to hear. And you've been here now 27 years, Chris. I know from my perspective, having been here a little bit longer than you, people ask, like, why? Why have you been doing the same thing for so long? What comes to your mind when you're asked, to, why have you been in the company for so long? Yeah, again, I think it goes back to that longer term thinking of like a, what I said earlier, say, hey, I may not be number one, I may not be number two, may not be in the top 10%, but uh, I'm building something greater. I always think that, hey, I always feel, I always believe that God gave us each gifts and talents and, and we're supposed to bless others, not not just ourselves, but others with those talents. And and so I feel like it's a duty for me to give back and to, again, give all those experiences that were granted to me when I was in my first 10 years of the job, my first 20 years of the job, the first five years of the job. So that's been big. The relationships, again, has been that's one of the keys to success for me is that knowing that I can at any time call anyone in my peer group. I could call any, I can call an RM. I can call, I can call the president and ask for advice. And I know that that is not normal. I know that that is just very uncommon in other places. So knowing that I have that support structure has been uh, instrumental in me wanting to stay here this long. Looking down the road, five years, 10 years, how does Chris Hammond aspire to uh, leave a legacy to impact his people and uh, to impact society and change people's lives through what you do? Sure. We all know the starfish example. And, and sometimes I get wrapped up. It was like, oh, maybe I'm not making a difference. But I try to focus on one, one at a time, one person at a time. Hey, if I can help someone get their dream job. You know, maybe selling Cutco is not their dream job like it is for many of us, but I, want, but I know it can help them get their dream job. I love hearing people accomplish great things after they left Factor. That's one of the things I want to teach also passion for life and passion for their trade, their choice of career, whatever that may be. I think the world would be a much better place if 90% of people enjoy their job instead of the reverse, what it is now, something like that, where it's you know, most people, I guess, uh, don't really like their jobs or their soul is getting drained in their job. I think it would be great to have, uh, think of how much more productive our country will be if people were passionate. I want to have my kids learn all the things that I learned here in this company. And I want to teach that also to the people now. I, I was just I was talking to several young young people about, hey, you know, you're either going to work hard now or you're going to work hard later. Which would you rather do? And just kind of, I want to instill some skills and mentalities that are just not offered in college. Great school. I went to a great college, got a degree, but I honestly learned more in four months here than four years at getting that degree. So that's something that I want to just pour into my friends, my family, and any person I meet in this company. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's flashback episode of Changing Lives Selling Knives, you can find the full episode and show notes at changinglivespodcast.com. You can also sign up there to receive free resources from me and some of our amazing guests. 
If you click on the deals link on our podcast page, you'll see some tremendous offers from our podcast sponsors. Please consider rating or reviewing us on your podcast player and hit the subscribe button so future episodes are automatically downloaded directly to your device. This is Dan Cassetta signing off. We'll be back in a few days for our next story about changing lives.